This is Katadata Podcast, a crafted selection of audio content from katadata.co.id with deep insights and storytelling on Indonesia's current affairs, business, and social issues. Hello, I'm Gundi Chayadi and this is Off the Script, a podcast series for Katadata. Each week, I'll bring you an interview with policymakers, business leaders, and social figures in Indonesia on a range of topics such as economics and financial markets, business and the digital economy, as well as sustainability and social affairs. We hope that this program will be a window for you to embrace and understand Indonesia better. Hello and welcome again to Off The Script with me, Gundi Chayadi. In today's episode, I'm speaking with Stephen Ng, the Chief Metaverse Officer of WIR Group or the WIR Group. The WIR Group is one of the leading tech companies in integrated augmented reality, virtual reality, as well as artificial intelligence in Indonesia and Southeast Asia. The company was recently listed in the Jakarta Stock Exchange and it has the vision to provide a world of metaverse for everyone in the era of Web 3.0. Among some of the businesses that are currently running within the group is this network of virtual stores where customers can purchase goods from shops through virtual reality. Steven has been with the Weir Group since April this year after spending a decade with strategic advisory firm. So welcome to the show, Steven. Oh, thank you so much, Gundi. How are you today? It's a pleasure of, to be here. Yeah. Good to have you today. I think even for me, the metaverse is still quite a mystery. I tried talking with 10 different people and they all gave 10 different answers. Yes. So I think it's good for you to start at the very top to help summarize what the metaverse is according to the WEIR group. Yeah, okay. Well, metaverse is currently a bus, a major buzzword right? in the world of tech, businesses, and finance. And like all buzzwords, its definition sometimes can be fuzzy, uh, contested, and shaped by the ambitions of people using it. Uh, uh, but for, 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 for us at WIR, uh, we believe Metaverse is a collective uh, virtual shared space, uh, including the sum of all augmented and virtual worlds, where people can, can, can work, people can play, people can uh, learn, create shops, and interact in a virtual world. Uh, however, uh, Gundi, if you look at in the past 20 years, uh, Metaverse actually has been developing into the form it is today, uh, and it will continue to be developed for the next 10, 20 years. Uh, we can see how uh, people flexing differently in the digital era. Last night, my son came to me and said, uh, Dad, uh, can I use my saving to buy the skin? Because this is a very cool skin and this is only available uh, today and it is unlimited. I was like, okay, yes, sure. You know, as long as you know um, uh, you are spending your own money for something that you believe would be useful. So uh, in our era, Gundi, I believe, I don't know, maybe in my era, I should not use the word our era. <laughs> in our era, in our period, uh, we flex by you know, 
purchasing expensive watch, you know, driving expensive car. But for for this new generation, they they flex digitally, right? For for my daughter, Instagram filter becomes the new makeup. So this this kind of thing that that will will help to shape uh, metaverse in times to come. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, um, Stephen. I mean, you you mentioned that uh, the metaverse has been a buzzword in recent time, but the technology has been around for a long time. I mean, you know, we we play with uh, uh, Nintendo Wii, for example. That that is also like a, a virtual reality kind of technology. And th- is there a reason why this this uh, this recent you know sort of um, Uh, interests and and huge hype about the metaverse well the 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 term itself uh, was coined back in 1992 if you know this guy named neil stevenson uh, he wrote a, a novel uh, called uh, snow crash and in that novel he mentioned about uh, the word metaverse and how to how he described the the the, the future of a 21st century dystopia. Uh, so the term itself is not new. It's been used, uh, you know, uh, before. Uh, but why we are talking about metaphors today, uh, I think there are four things that 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 uh, matters. Number one, the virtual reality technologies, you know, closely associated with the visions of metaphors have matured. The price has come down. Uh, blockchain uh, has made cryptocurrency and cryptography and NFTs uh, possible. Uh, of course, coronavirus uh, pandemic has, you know, radically altered uh, lifestyle across the planet. And late last year, uh, Facebook's rebranding and uh, Facebook's uh, metaverse focus mission statement basically sealed the deal. Yeah. So, though I think those are the four things that that create the the buzzword today. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you know, uh, it's it's interesting. You you also brought up uh, Facebook. Of course, Facebook changed its name to Meta, right? And to embrace this uh, new era of metaverse. And we know Stephen that companies like Facebook and Microsoft have, in in recent times, commented that the metaverse may replace the internet. Uh, uh, what's what's your thought about it? Okay, I think uh, uh, the metaverse doesn't replace the internet the metaverse doesn't compete with the internet uh, the metaverse is built on the internet uh, in the metaverse uh, users traverse a virtual world that mimic the aspect of our physical world using technologies uh, such as uh, vr ar ai and even they use digital currency uh, The internet is something that people browse, right? But to a certain degree, people can live in the metaverse, right? I think uh, some of us are old enough to remember the pre-internet days before we we could even surf the web, right? Uh, remember, we have the yes, dumb yes. phone, <laughs> yes, uh, yes, and we can only do you know instant SMS and not even email. But today we use. Uh, mobile phones to watch TV, to to watch movies, to listen to music. Uh, uh, we all remember how in the early days, navigating internet is very cumbersome, you know, and very slow. Uh, and then suddenly, in the early 2000, we heard the name, you know, the brand Google, Amazon, 
which uh, made the internet easier to navigate and to use. Uh, and then, of course, we remember the arrival of social media a few years later. Uh, and then we know uh, smartphones uh, came up. You know, remember iPhone? Uh, it made easier for us to stay connected. And, you know, it's it, it, they started the, 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 the Web 2.0. And today we are slowly entering Web 3.0, and yeah, that's why we have this conversation today, Gundi. Yes, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's amazing. I mean, uh, Stephen, I mean, I, I remember you know going back to I don't know was it 20 years ago or something, when when we were trying to embrace the internet, uh, a, a lot of uh, people were doubting it, right? They they you know they they had a lot of doubts about the internet, and I see some kind of parallel uh, with the metaverse right now where there is a lot of people who are adopting you know, how this technology will uh, basically be a part of everybody's life, right? I think, I think it's normal, Gundi. I mean, if we look at in the early days uh, when uh, escalator was first invented, people were scared to even use the escalator, right? Uh, you know, today we go to the mall, we use escalator like we are breathing. So... Every new technology scares people. You know, uh, imagine when the first uh, lift <laughs> was introduced. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think people were willing to enter that little box to go up to you know higher floors. Yeah, so I think it's normal. I think it's normal. Uh, what's interesting is that many major technology brands they have different uh, uh, vision for what metaverse can be. Uh, if if the meta company you know the old Facebook. They see metaverse as a as a, a singular uh, world. Uh, Microsoft they see metaverse as a as a plural, uh, you know, uh, platforms. There won't be any single metaverse platform. There will be collective or different metaverse platform. So every every everybody has their own vision about what metaverse would be. Okay, okay. And, and Stephen, you know, this is uh, uh, definitely a huge potential for, for businesses, right? I think um, some of these uh, uh, global uh, uh, consulting companies like Accenture, you know, they, they, they believe that Metaverse will basically transform how businesses interact with customers, how businesses is done, uh, and even some others uh, forecast probably by, you know, maybe in five years' time, uh, at least a quarter of people in in the world will spend at least one hour a day in the metaverse. This is, I think, a research from uh, Gartner, another managing uh, uh, management co um, consultancy. But but what about the risk? You know, I think uh, is it going to be definitely going to be more difficult for businesses to secure their data? Um, the ambiguity of the metaverse in itself, I think, that has brought up a lot of uh, 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 criticism as well. Uh, could could you share maybe from from your perspective some of these uh, you know potential fallbacks here? In terms of security, um, I I don't think any single party or anyone can say whatever they do is one hundred percent secure. Right? I think the question is how much uh, secure. Uh, if you can achieve let's say 95% secure or 99% secure that is already best right there is no such thing as 100% secure um, um, uh, so 
in in the era of metaverse with with blockchain technology as well uh, that security is of course improve and increase because uh, the data it's not uh, stored centrally but it, you know it, it is stored in the decentralized uh, uh, way so uh, uh, that's our answer when it comes to security uh, you can have a bulletproof room to to store your server, but if the person who operates that room is not even secure, then it's the same thing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think businesses, like any other, uh, you know, uh, progress in the market, they need to adapt, they need to evaluate, they need to take small step, they need they need to learn and relearn because they need to stay relevant to their uh, target audience. Uh, in the case of the metaverse that Weir is building, uh, we have a couple of big brands, we have a couple of uh, state-owned banks, even private banks, you know, financial institutions that wants to come to our metaverse. Why? Because they see metaverse is the, their opportunity to stay connected to the younger generations. Uh, they will not offer financial transactions yet, but they will try, you know, uh, engaging with these uh, future generations by offering financial literacy, you know, uh, events and stuff like that inside the metaverse so they can stay relevant to the target audience. Yeah, yeah. So I think the key is uh, to stay relevant for businesses. Yeah, yeah. okay, okay. So so let, let's talk a little bit more about that, Stephen. Uh, the weird group. And you know the goal that you guys building, and definitely why why do you see a huge potential for for the metaverse, especially in the Indonesian context? Okay, uh, we can look at the roots of metaverse, which is gaming. And if we look at the roots of metaverse, which is gaming, Indonesia is one of the top country, right? If we look at the data, the play to earn data, Indonesia is right there, number one on the list. So. Uh, it's not just because we have the the size of the populations, but uh, this uh, size they are very much into play and earned, uh, you know, uh, thing. In so that's a good sign, all right. Uh, so when we are building Metaverse Indonesia, we we are thinking about these uh, people. Also, we are thinking about how we can create a Metaverse that is secure uh, for Indonesians. That is, uh, you know, uh, created for the local wisdom, you know, kearifan lokal. Yeah, um, how we can uh, immediately apply uh, things like eKYC to protect the the people inside the metaverse. I mean, somebody like you and I, we could have ten to twelve different avatars to represent ourselves differently in every different situations inside the metaverse. But if we can use a good technology uh, such as eKYC for that, uh, uh, you know, identity, then uh, you will not, you know, uh, if you're bullied, for example, then we know who, who's bullying you. Because inside that avatar who bullies you, we know that particular person, you know, based on the eKYC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, you know, I think I think this is. Um, uh, I, I guess I guess you you mentioned about the population, and and then you also mentioned about the younger generation. And I just thought about the fact that Indonesia, uh, among some of the biggest uh, you know population in the world, but also at the same time 
uh, we are among the youngest, right? If you if you compare us to say China, you compare Indonesia to the United States, the the average population is much lower in Indonesia, and I think that that works in your advantage as you are trying to build this this whole new world uh, uh, in the future. Yeah, uh, Stephen, could could you could you um, elaborate more on some of the ongoing initiatives, perhaps, or the projects that you guys are currently building? Uh, you know, in this metaverse, Indonesia. Yeah, basically, uh, when it comes to metaverse, we need to remember that uh, uh, the experience is ex- important. So it has to be immersive. It, ha- it has to have uh, low latency, uh, uh, and it has to have uh, economic system, right? Uh, economic system is the, one of the most important driver uh, for the metaverse because people need to go in there. They should be able to play and earn. They should be able to do whatever activity and earn. Uh, so that's what we are uh, building at the moment. Uh, we are also going to uh, allow, uh, you know, online to offline, offline to online, uh, you know, integrations between our activity in the real world and the activity inside the metaverse. Uh, so that will uh, differentiate our metaverse with the other metaverse. Uh, the metaverse that we're is currently building is already supported by many different uh, institutions, brands, and, and 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 different companies. Yeah, yeah. So I think it will be something that people can really look forward to, hmm. and and yeah, hopefully we can deliver. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess you know if we talk about Indonesia and the potential of the economy, potential of the digital economy. Uh, three sectors come in mind, right? Uh, you have commerce, we have logistics, uh, and we have um, maybe in, in terms of like financial or fintech or something like that. Um, so I guess in, in these three sectors, I would assume the commerce players, uh, the financial guys are very much interested to explore into metaverse. Is, is, that, is that the reality that, that you guys are seeing also? Yes, definitely, it is a reality. Uh, even in the, in terms of investment, right? We see an increase of in, investment uh, into the metaverse as compared to last year. I think globally, if you look at the numbers, uh, last year uh, probably about fifty million US dollars kind of investment. This year, we are looking at uh, sorry, not million, billion, billions. Uh, yeah, but this year already, you know, in the first half of the year, we know. Uh, there's about 120 billion US dollars uh, invested into inf- uh, metaverse related uh, businesses yeah so the the interest is definitely there fintech is interesting because uh, using blockchain there will be a lot of opportunity to bank the unbankable that's right that's yeah, right because traditional financial institutions like traditional bank they are highly regulated and a lot of things in the real world cannot be used as collateral, right? But with blockchain technology, a lot of things can be collateralized using blockchain technology so that they can be used, uh, you know, to get a loan and stuff like that. So we think the the major player when it comes to financial might not be the traditional players. And uh, Steve, you know, it's interesting also that you mentioned this uh, technology, blockchain and uh, you know, people always associate blockchain with uh, cryptocurrencies, right? And and with crypto market basically crashing over the last couple of months or so, uh, 
I think when when you talk about metaverse and you talk about uh, blockchain technology, more and more people maybe maybe even more scared now, you know, to 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 uh, engage in the metaverse. Uh, my question is then, what is the weird group doing to sort of like socialize to educate uh, the the mass population? about about metaverse about what it is exactly you know do you guys reach out to that or is that something that you you just concentrate at the moment with with the younger population yeah as uh, one thing that is uh, important for us from the very beginning we never uh, we never use the word uh, cryptography or cryptocurrency when we when we educate people about the metaverse because that's not the most important thing in the metaverse or even in the web3 technology it's right? it's a blockchain right it's a blockchain technology yeah. behind it yes yes so we do not want people to only limit their view that okay cryptocurrency speculative uh, high risk high return you know you can make a lot of money one day and then you can lose a lot of money the other day uh, so we're not we're not focusing on that although we think uh, it is good that something like the recent crypto crash happened because then people will learn uh, i think we believe people can learn a lot of things through through this kind of event you know uh, remember the great depressions back in 1928 i think then the world learned you know greed is not so good <laughs> yeah uh, yeah so Uh, how do we educate the market? Basically, we educate them step by step. For example, inside Metaverse Indonesia, we will be using fiat as the in-game currency. We will not be using crypto in the beginning because yeah, crypto is only good for a small group of people at the moment. Even though we know uh, Indonesia is one of the highest country with crypto investors. I think, I don't know. 12 million almost 20 million today um, even uh, even more than stock stock market investors yes 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 but crypto is still not a legal uh, transactions uh, you know uh, method yeah and metaverse indonesia we, we would like to stay uh, legal in the in in, in yeah. that sense yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean I, I, you are absolutely right in in terms of You know, even even among that 12 million crypto uh, investors, I'm not sure if even close to 50% of them actually understand the blockchain technology, right? Which is which is what uh, the the main thing that is behind crypto, and and I guess uh, Stephen, it's it, it's really quite difficult to <laughs> to to explain this. Uh, I mean, to to many of um, Indonesians, you know, uh, from ranging from the very The very uh, educated to the to the less educated ones. Um, yeah, that's why starting with the gaming side is is uh, is a good strategy. We think. Ah, okay, uh, okay. Remember, in the past, uh, if you see ibu ibu on the market, uh, they don't say, "Oh, I want to buy a phone that has internet feature in it." They say, "Mas, I want to buy Facebook phone." <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. Hmm. So, so, so I guess the, the the gaming community because you know they they have been sort of uh, a silent participants in this uh, virtual reality, and it's easier for 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 them to sort of uh, transit into uh, the metaverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to ask you something more personal, perhaps at, at this point. You know, you you spent a decade working in 
like strategic advisory firm uh, and and what sort of uh, draw you to to join Wear Group uh, you know uh, thinking about metaverse indonesia and and the future yeah well okay uh, uh, on the personal levels uh, founders of Wear uh, they are all uh, good friends okay. Uh, okay and one of them is my uh, younger brother okay okay yeah so that's on the personal level uh, but Uh, I think professionally, uh, 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 Meta. Uh, I I always like to learn something new, and and this you know being here today provides me with the opportunity to learn something, and you know to to make sure whatever we are building, especially for Metaverse Indonesia, uh, can have a strong legacy, not only for we as a company, but also for Indonesia as a country, for uh, and and for Indonesia to be proud, you know, okay. We as a nation can create a metaverse that fits for Indonesians, that can bring benefits for Indonesians, and 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 uh, you know bring positive impact and value for Indonesians. Yeah. Uh, what is the challenge, though, Stephen, to to master the technologies behind uh, metaverse to understand it fully, especially when technologies keep getting better and better, right? Uh, for yeah. you, yeah. Okay. Our biggest challenge at the moment is, of course, the human talent, uh, uh, the human capital side. Uh, it is very, still very challenging to find good blockchains, uh, you know, uh, developers. Uh, even more challenging to 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 get the existing developers to learn a new language, new programming language for the metaverse. <laughs> uh, there is also an issue of uh, standardizations. Uh, among the existing metaphors, we don't yet have standardizations. Interoperability is is very challenging at the moment, uh, and then there's the regulatory sites. You know, uh, different regulations that govern different partners of ours, like the banking uh, partners inside our metaphors. They are governed by different sets of regulations. The retail, they have a different set of regulations. So. A million moving parts happening at the same time, Gundi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you, you know, this is uh, um, um, also, I think, a valid question for you. Is in terms of your personal and professional take on this, is how engaging is the metaverse going to be for our life? Say, you know, five years from now, ten years from now. Well, if we look, yeah, if you look at the past two years, we. You know, we've been so comfortable doing this kind of conversations, Gundi. Uh, talking to you through this screen, uh, we did Zoom meeting. I don't know, six, seven, a dozen different Zoom meetings a day. We become so accustomed to it, and and I think it will be the same with the metaverse. Will we? We will be so accustomed to it. We don't realize it's already becoming a part of our life. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it will be a very natural evolutions for us. Yeah, but it, it's something that is still strange, right, Stephen? I mean, the moment uh, work from home is is sort of, or or rather, the moment work from office is uh, allowed again, you know, you see people storming the streets of Jakarta. Basically, if you go to Jakarta right now, uh, uh, definitely you see a massive uh, traffic jam again. Which is which is a, a way of telling that life is sort of slowly going back to normal, right? Uh, uh, I think that's only true for for people above, uh, you know, <laughs> certain <laughs> age age group because okay, 
you know, okay, we are okay. doing a lot of hiring, right, uh, yeah, at the moment. Yeah. And most of them are very young, you know, early 20s, <laughs> early 30s. The okay. first thing they ask is always, Pak, do we get to work from anywhere? <laughs> Okay, okay. So, so I'm. I, I guess. I guess. Uh, you know, I'm speaking from my age, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I still yearn to, you know, the, to 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 have to meet people, to get like coffee and sort of uh, instead of chatting to the Zoom. I mean. Yeah, I think I think of... we uh, we are rebalancing it again, right? I yes. mean, the last the past two years, you can say hundred yeah. percent online. Now yes. we are. I suppose we prefer. 30% to be offline, right? Yes, yes, yes. So I, I guess that balance is probably what we are looking for. And, you know, maybe five, 10 years from now, once the metaverse is in full action, well, yeah, we may not spend 100% of the time uh, in the metaverse, but it's going to be something that is affecting our daily life. Yeah, I mean, look at uh, ourselves when we chat through WhatsApp. We are so comfortable expressing our emotion through emotion yeah. now, right? Yes, yes, uh, yes. So we don't realize that. I can just send you the 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 set emoticon and you know how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I guess I guess that's right. Stephen, you know, w- w- when you uh engage with new partners, you know, um in, in the projects be it the banks or be it the retail stores and and whatnot, um uh was it hard like you know, how how do you guys convince these guys to sort of buy in into your project Metaverse Indonesia? Uh, was that you know? Could you could you share some of your experience based on that? Yeah, uh, it's actually not not hard at all uh, because because the word metaverse becomes so trending. Uh, they're the one who comes to us and asks us to 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 you know to explain to them and to generate ideas for them on how to be involved in the metaverse. Uh, the 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 challenging part is. Uh, because for them it is a business, certain things has to be, uh, you know, comply with their their uh, you know regulations. Uh, regulations, right? Yeah, yeah. For example, if a major brand, a major company wants to buy a land inside the metaverse, it is NFT yeah. based. How yeah. do you record that into your accounting book? That's right. That's right. Do you record that as a as an asset, asset? Yeah. or? something else so those are the challenging uh, ah, stuff yes, okay yes, okay yes, yes. but in the initial phase i mean the the concept itself the idea of the metaverse itself that's not hard to sell no no that's what that's not hard to, no, no and no. and 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 how about uh, when you bring this uh, a weird group to overseas you know you talk to uh, foreigners and you know you mentioned earlier on about how difficult it is to get uh, the human capital, even the programmers in in Indonesia, perhaps to to support the the weird group uh, business. When you bring this overseas, you know, say you talk to uh, people from uh, the U.S. or and 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 whatnot, uh, what's their thought about the weird group? What's their thought about metaverse in Indonesia? You know, the potential that we in Indonesia can build this to something that is uh, successful. Yeah, I think. Uh... They know already that Indonesia is quick to adapt to any new technology. They know Indonesia is usually uh, leading in terms of uh, numbers. You know, in social media numbers, we are leading. In in social gaming, we are leading. In esport, we are leading. So a lot of uh, time, it is not difficult to talk to foreigners uh, about 
Indonesia and the technology. Uh, uh, we are talking to our partners in in Prague. We are talking to our partners in in Ukraine. We are talking to our partners in India. Uh, where else in Japan? And they're all very excited. They all want to be part of uh, the development of Metaverse Indonesia because they can see the potential, especially on the blockchain side, uh, how it can benefits the 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 greater uh, public. Hmm. Okay. Okay, uh, Stephen. You know, uh, uh, advise me. I mean, I, I'm still, um, I'm still new to this as well. <laughs> uh, as as a, you know, just as a regular person, how can I participate in the metaverse uh, at this point of its development, uh, Stephen? Okay. Uh, well, I would say slowly get into it. Right. Um, if you have the budget, you can. St- start buying a VR uh, device, get into it, get into the communities inside the, 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 the metaverse, and, and you will be surprised. You will be surprised. Uh, I've heard stories from friends. Oh, my kids can speak fluent Spanish because they learn from uh, their friends inside this uh, game. That is basically a metaverse, uh, you know, world. So uh, those are the things that we know would be beneficial. Currently, we are talking to not talking. We are working together with a private university in Indonesia, in Jakarta. They want to use metaverse as a way to provide uh, therapy for people with certain phobia, for example. Right, uh, uh, people who are scared with spider, they don't have to, you know, touch actual spider. They can just go into the metaverse, go into the therapy sessions, and they can interact with virtual spider just to, you know, help them with the therapy process. So those kind of things that we are we are currently exploring. Uh, at the end of the day, metaverse that we are building will not only be focused on the economic side of it, but we will also seriously looking into the educations part of it the you know cultural cultural as well yes yes so it'll be exciting it'll be exciting. yeah because this is definitely you know this is going to be definitely also useful i'm thinking about for example in the tourism sector maybe for travel uh, i know a good friend of mine who is wheelchair bounded um it's traveling it's it's very cumbersome for him very very difficult and uh he told me that you know he he explored um, some of the the, the, the greatest uh, places to visit in in the world through the metaverse, right? We can, and when you, you you can create a similar thing for Indonesia uh, as part of the promotional uh, uh, the marketing activities, probably Stephen, yes. right? Correct. We are talking to the city of Makassar, and one of their focus is on tourism. Same thing with with the provincial governments of uh, uh, Bali. They also want to focus on on tourism, uh, but education is also very interesting. I mean, imagine if we can recreate the the room where our founding fathers drafting the you know the declarations of independence. You know, it would be an awesome experience for the children to learn. You know, oh, I can stand next to President Sukarno when he drafted the the Declaration of Independence. Imagine that's that, true. right? That's be, true. That's true. Instead of just reading books, textbooks. So it's it's a definitely a, a huge leap in terms of our 
our educational uh, potential, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, I mean, for for leisure as well, Stephen. I mean, I, I know friends who who spend hours uh, over Zoom. Uh, I don't know, playing games or even playing uh, mahjong or something like that through Zoom, and and that all can be also be replicated in in the in the era of the multiverse. Yes, correct. I mean, last year, hey, we attend uh, masses online. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 You know, uh, one last thing. Um, in in recent time, people like Elon Musk. You know, I think he mentioned once that the metaverse is basically rubbish and that you know he, he believed he believed that uh, this technology of uh, uh, i think he called it the neural link where where you can uh, uh, surgically implant a chip in your brain uh, sort of like control how people think control people how view things uh, I, i don't know Stephen. i mean what's what's your thought about it you know uh, okay <laughs> let's let's remember the fact that the monkey died. <laughs> yes, yes. That's true, that's true. Yeah. So I think Neuralink is a, a very interesting technology. Uh, let me say again, the monkey died. <laughs> uh, and and uh, Elon 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 said uh, he doesn't get metaverse, but he also add I don't get it yet. Yeah, so that's what he said, right? I don't get it yet. Let's put it so, that so, way. So I'm a bit like Elon Musk, right? I don't get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and I think that's okay. I think that's okay. Uh, to understand something will require a lot of uh, learning uh, and, you know, relearning. So I think that's okay. Everybody can have their own, own opinions about what the metaphors would be. Uh, if you talk to people from the gaming industry, they have a different perceptions on metaphors. Uh, if you're talking to even on the government side, we talked to a couple of uh, people from the government side, they see metaphors uh, for different purposes as well. Yeah, so it's okay. Uh, at least people talking about it is already good enough. It is, yeah. Uh, you know, you, you brought up a very good point and, and I think this is going to be uh, my last question our, and our last topic to discuss is about ethics uh, involved in this, right? Uh, you know, you, you mentioned the monkey died. That's true. So ethical way in terms of how we develop technology. I mean, Stephen, we just came... Uh, it's It's just recently that we are coming to grips with implications of how social media has sort of changed our life and uh, perhaps it's it's a little bit too late to reverse the quote unquote damage from social media um, f- from from that lesson you know how can we learn to use the metaverse in an ethical way uh, do you guys do you guys think about that when when you develop all these uh, businesses and stuff yeah yeah we think about that uh Prote- data protections is definitely something very important to 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 focus on of course with the decentralizations of data uh, that can be improved uh, uh, cyber literacy is very important i think what happened to social media is mainly because we as parents government as the educate you know as the people who govern the entire nation, sometimes they forget about the impact. Uh, I would love to see the all Indonesian schools able to teach cyber literacy, you know, because I think cyber literacy is super important these days, super relevant, you know, how to handle yourself, how to respect other people, even though you, you are in the form of avatars. Uh, I think that's important. Uh, 
including how to safely protect your own data. I mean, as simple as what photo to publish or what photo is not supposed to be published. You know, sometimes our kids, they don't understand that. Yeah, so a lot of homework, but uh, it's a multi, you know, stakeholders uh, homework cannot be just from us. Uh, On our part, we are doing our best. We will do uh, roadshows to schools to educate the students about, you know, metaverse and how you need to uh, be, uh, you know, uh, responsible. Yeah, yes, 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 something like that. Yeah. EKYC is one of the steps that we take. So from the very beginning, if you want to be a proper citizen of Indonesia Metaverse, you need to be able to pass through the EKYC process as well. Wow. Okay. 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 So uh, definitely lots to learn, you know, lots to experiment, Stephen. Uh, this is exciting field. I think, uh, you know, I, I, I research a lot before this topic. Uh, and and I think it has been very insightful for me, and I'm looking forward to actually maybe uh, join you next time when we have this yeah. uh, conversation. We should have it in the metaverse, right? Let's do that. Let's do that. I think I think it will be interesting to revisit this conversation in the next 12 months or 24 months when the actual metaverse is delivered it's to life. the public. It's yeah, life. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think that will be nice. Yeah. All right. Um, that that was a, a interesting session with Stephen Ng, the Chief Metaverse Officer of uh, the Weird Group. Uh, thank you so much, Stephen, for coming to the show, and good luck for whatever it is that you guys are doing. I think uh, the future is bright for the Weird Group and for the Metaverse uh, as a whole. Well, once again, thank you so much for having me in this uh, podcast. Uh, always a pleasure to to talk and able to share about what we, you know, envisions uh, about our metaverse. Thank you so much, Gundi. Thank you very much, and I, I want to join those uh, roadshow to the school. I want to listen to you guys as well. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's do that. Right. Bring yourself back to Jakarta first. Okay. <laughs> thank, thank you very much. Thank you, thank Gundi. You. Thank you. I'm your host, Gundi Chayadi. Thank you for listening to the Script Podcast from Katadata. You can listen Katadata Podcast on our website, katadata.co.id, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and even Katadata Indonesia YouTube channel. <laughs>